shut the farting down. There's Brian in the intro with his yippee! Everybody loves Brian. Yeah, he was great on the show last episode. I got a whole bunch of comments concerning him. He's such a good sport. You know, I had him on the show. I didn't prep him at all. I was like, stand at the door and I'll wave you in. And as soon as I hit record, I introduced him briefly, waved him in, and that was... That was the extent of all the prep that he got. Turn this down a bit more. That was all the prep he got. He had no idea. He didn't see any question before. Everything that I laid on him was live. And he's a good sport, and he answered the questions right. He was entertaining. People seemed to love him. Let's see what they say about... Let's see, the DMs. Sick show, somebody said. You're definitely my new go-to. All right, thank you. Great show. Great co-host. Well... He wasn't exactly a co-host, because co-hosts actually get prepped on what's happening on the show. He had no idea. He had no idea. Here's another comment. Great show. Brian was funny. You guys have a good dynamic. All right. Thanks for all the comments. You know, I'd read some negative ones, but there just weren't any. There just weren't any, so I don't know if you guys are scared to give me give me your negative comments. But hey, I'm not. Don't be scared. Send them in. If you have an opinion, I want to hear them. I want to hear him. We'll have to have Brian back on the show sometime. Yep, this show, this very show, the GOGP show. Thanks for tuning in here on Anchor, anchor.fm. If you want to stream it, you don't have to download it. You can stream it, but it's better on the app because when the uh, app closes or your phone closes, times out, it doesn't cut off the podcast. You can still listen if you download it, so why not do that? Why not just go ahead and download it? You're going to be listening. Come on. I need you listening. I need some I need some loyal listeners. I already got... Well, whatever. I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into that. It's the big number 10 episode. That's right. 10 episodes. We made it. We made it all the way to number 10. We started off at number 1 on a pretty low note. And all of a sudden, we're at number 10. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. And thanks to everyone who's been listening steady. Thanks to everyone who's been binging the show, catching up. There's a lot of more, a lot more good times to be had in the future. a big 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 show for you guys today for you today big show what am i going to be talking about well good thing you asked i'm going to be talking about something that's haunted me for decades a console a console i can't stand it's called the philips cdi and we'll get to some news a review and it's a start of a brand new month so you know what that means around here well you probably don't because it's brand new. It is the newest segment on the GOGP show. And it's right here. 
Three games, three games, three games you should get this month. Thank you, Mr. Announcer. Well, it was actually me doing my best attempt at an announcing voice. Yeah, my very first job ever in high school was working at the local radio station and they had me doing announcements. And boy, I sucked then and I still do suck. I can talk on the I can talk on this decently, but doing the announcements, I don't have that three games, three games. I don't have that. I don't have that uh Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Brian. I just don't have that timber. I don't have that timber. I don't have that booming voice. But yes, this is three games to get this month. Number one is Crackdown 3. The biggest complaint that gamers have with the Xbox is that there just isn't any good exclusives. The big reason for that is because, well, there are hardly any exclusives at all. Take Crackdown 3. It's made by Microsoft, but it's not exclusive to the box. It's on the PC as well. It's out February 15th. So get in those Valentine's Day's activities and then hit up some crack. Down three. Number two, Far Cry New Dawn. It's that time of the year for our annual dose of Far Cry. Yep. Yep. Go to the drugstore, get your Far Cry injection, because it's that time. This one is Far Cry 5 mixed with a bit of like Fallout post end of the world scenario. More importantly, it's just Far Cry. It's also coming out on the 15th. It's going to be a busy, busy day. The third game you should get this month is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy. It's out on the Switch as well as those other two. I like games of wit, especially those that take place in a courtroom. I did want to be a lawyer when I was growing up. That entire collection will be available on the 21st. You know, everybody likes to talk about their favorite consoles, but what about the worst consoles they've ever owned? I talk about my journey a lot. My journey from like the NES to the Super Nintendo to PS1 or PSX and so forth. I talk about it pretty much all the time. It's episode number 10. I've probably talked about it 10 times. But I did have some secondary consoles lingering around my life. Around like the main main Nintendo releases and the Sony there. Like, take the uh, the Commodore 64. When I needed a break from the NES, I played some Commodore 64. It's not the worst. No, I actually actually kind of liked the Commodore. They had a they had some weird games. It was all like the floppy disks. And you had to always install them, which took forever. And then just learning how to play them was a, was a nightmare because you had a keyboard. But this game I always remember. It still lives in my head and I can't get it out. It's called Ghetto Blaster. You just I just remember walking around with like a like well a ghetto blaster on your shoulder and you were playing music and you're just strolling the streets. I don't know what the objective was, but for some reason I liked it. For some reason I liked it and I just kinda wanna play it again. I tried to emulate it a little while ago. Didn't go so well, it didn't work. Didn't work. I'd like to play it again. I just don't know how. I don't really feel like buying a, a Commodore sixty four just to play ghetto blaster. That seems like a little excessive. The console I wish my parents didn't buy was the Philips CDI. Philips CDI, they could have... I remember being at the store when they were shopping. When they were shopping for a console, because some reason they, they needed a console. I don't know why. I guess my dad wanted to finally, finally dive into the world of gaming. Like, he could have picked the Sega console. I can't remember what it was at the time. It might have been the Sega Saturn I remember on all the like the demo TVs they had set up, they had some sort of Sonic game. Sonic game, he was like running, 
the rings. Through the, I, I can't remember what it was though. And uh, they had a you could have got a 3DO, which is way better than the Philips CDI. But yeah, my dad chose the CDI for some unknown reason. I don't know if the salesman just needed to sell a few, but he got talked into it. I'm sure it wasn't any cheaper because it was fairly new at the time. So I don't know what was going through his head, but it's a terrible, terrible machine. I don't know anyone who would who would praise it. It's it's impossible. The controller was a, just a nightmare. It was like a remote control. Just imagine your TV or satellite remote control with a thumbstick on it. The most flimsiest, flimsiest thumbstick of all time. And just like any remote, you have to point it at the stupid console. So if you were all excited playing a game in an intense moment and you, you broke that line of sight, well, there goes your connection and suddenly you're losing it whatever... Dumb, boring game you're playing. It did have some normal-looking controller, but no, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. My dad got it for himself, basically. It was set up in his his uh, TV room. He had a TV room with a projector, big-ass TV, where he watched his uh, hockey. He had it hooked up there, so I barely ever got to play it at the start. He would uh, He would invite all his neighbor friends over, his drunken neighbor friends, and they would play... Golf. Yeah, that was the extent of it. Golf. Boring old golf. And sure enough, he burnt out from that whole console. And he once again realized that video games weren't for him. He just keeps... He keep, he kept trying. I remember he used to play, like, uh, baseball, I think, on the Super Nintendo. And, yeah, no, he would try. They're just not for him. He just, yeah, he didn't want to give up. He bought an entire console that he thought he could get into. It was his gaming console. The CDI. Wow. Wow, what a brutal machine. It was such a failure for Philips that it cost them a billion dollars. Billion with a B. The games on it, they were mostly Flash games. Like, there was a bunch of trivia stuff. Virtual tours of museum. Like, all those hits that, that gamers love. Now, like I said, my dad, he just played the golf game. There was, like that golf game, it was a terrible golf game. Imagine, imagine golf on the Sega CD. There's only like nine or ten filmed shots, like of the ball bouncing down the fairway or hitting the green. There was, it was very limited. Every time you'd swing, if it went out of bounds, it was always the same image of the ball going out. Doesn't matter which course. They put very little, little work into it. And yet, my dad paid probably full price for it, and he played a lot of it, a lot of it, and just blamed video games for sucking in general when he was playing on Philips CDI on a stupid remote that you had to pass around when the next player was going. But he loved it for that for a little while. I was stuck with a game called Escape from Cyber City, and it it drove me absolutely nuts. It drove me nuts. I don't know why my parents bought me that game. They must have had a a badass cover. It was a shooting game like like Lethal Enforcers on the Saga. But I had to use the damn TV remote. I was trying to line up the, the cursor with the enemies. And if you screwed up one shot, well then you're back to the very beginning. That's all you had. One screw up. Very, very simplistic and unforgiving. And all I had was that or golf. Actually, there... Actually, no, I'm wrong. There was another game called Voyeur that my dad bought. Uh, the objective of that game was uh, to spy 
on a lady in her underwear. That's it. You're across the street from from her apartment window, and you just spy on her, see what she's up to, hoping she gets nude. Spoiler alert, she never does. Nope, that's right. No boobies, no nakedness, just underwear. Just a lady in her underwear. Yippee! That's right, Brian, say it again. Yippee! Just a lady in her underwear. Yippee! Her bra. Yippee! Her panties. Yippee! Sitting around. Yippee! Eating breakfast. Yippee! Eating a banana. Yippee! That was the game. That was Voyeur. And my dad, he played it. He played it a lot. My mom didn't even seem to care. I, I understand that, like, porn wasn't around. It wasn't so available back then, but still. I don't know how horny my dad was to have to play that game a lot. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So after the console's downfall about a year after my dad spent our gaming budget for the next four years on that piece of crap, he bought a whole, like, a few boxes full of the full of games at some auction because they were dirt cheap. So I had them all. I had all those terrible Zeldas you might have heard of, that brutal Mario Hotel game. Yeah, I had all those. And they're huge collector's items now. But I just want to remind you, or maybe you've never heard, because you've chances are you've never played it, but this is kind of what the game sounded like. So here's here's Mario. Great music, by the way. This is the intro video. Nice of the princess to invite us over for a picnic, eh, Luigi? I hope she made lots of spaghetti. Luigi, look! It's from Bowser! Dear pesky plumbers, the Koopalings and I have taken over the Mushroom Kingdom. The princess is now a permanent guest at one of my seven Koopa hotels. Gee willikers, Luigi, can you believe it? After we put down our meatballs and spaghetti, the princess is now missing. I wonder if that rascal Bowser has taken her. What do you think, Luigi? Oh, I agree with you, Mario. Oh, perhaps we should read the note that Bowser left, conveniently explaining how we took the princess. I can't believe he's ruining our spaghetti. I dare you to find her if you can. We gotta find the princess. We gotta find the princess. And you gotta help us. If you need instructions on how to get through the hotels, check out the enclosed instruction book. Yeah, that's Mario talking to us. He's breaking the fourth wall. He's explaining to us to look in the instruction book. Mario. Mario doesn't talk. He says two lines. That almost ruined my childhood right there playing that game. And please, when you have a chance, look up the artwork. It's it's absolutely awful. It's an embarrassment to the entire franchise. Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, my God. How can you you let them do that? Get your lawyers. Take that. Get rid of that. Nintendo was probably so happy that Phillips went under. And these games are lost to the to the world. And they have jerks like me bringing it up. Well, Nintendo, it's what you get. It's what you get. Let's go back to it. This is the end. Around the end, anyway. Thanks to you, too. I can safely rule the Mushroom Kingdom. That's Princess, by the way. Alright, it's just awful. Completely awful, but you know what? There's something worse on that. 
There's something worse on that console, and that is the Zelda cutscene. Here's the cutscene from a game. It's called, like, Gamelon or something like that. All right, check it out. Zelda, Duke Onklet is under attack by the evil forces of Ganon. I'm... By the way, the artwork is even worse than the Mario one. I'm going to Gamelon to aid him. But father, what if something happens to you? I'll take the Triforce of Courage to protect me. Oh, good. If you don't hear from me in a month, send Link. Ampa, don't worry, Zelda. The Triforce of Wisdom promises the king will safely return. Enough. My ship sails in the morning. I wonder what's for dinner. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm so... Oh, that's Link, by the way. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What's for dinner? Maybe I'll... Yeah, this... yeah that's Link right there. Hungry? I could eat an Octorok. <laughs> A whole month gone, and still no word. I'm certain he's all right. Yeah, that old Ganon's no match for the king. Link, go. Yeah, that old Ganon's no match for the king. I'm Link. Thank God Link doesn't talk in Ocarina. Imagine if he sounded like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the king. The king, great. Gee, Willikers, Jiminy, Crickets, the king. Anyway, let's continue. Gamelon and find my father. Great. I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos. I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos. You guys want to ride with me and bomb some Dodongos? Wake up, Impa. We're going to Gamelon. Alright, dear. I'll get the Triforce of Wisdom. Alright, that's enough. I've had enough. My ears are bleeding. I'm sure everyone's ears are bleeding. Who's listening to this? Check your ears. They're probably bleeding, especially if you're a big Zelda fan. It's just awful. 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 What a sin. What a travesty. It might be one of the biggest travesties in gaming. Those. I think there was three Zelda games. The one Mario. Man, I still wish I had those games, though. Still wish I had them. So you might be wondering why those games were actually released on the CDI. Well, Nintendo and Philips, they had a deal regarding the CD add-on for the SNES, and it's a damn good thing nothing happened with that. Imagine how crappy the Super Nintendo would have been. It would have ruined Nintendo if those games came out on the Super Nintendo. It would have been awful. Awful. Sega probably would have won the war. We'd have the, the the Sega Switch right now. Sony had a similar deal with, with Nintendo to make a CD add-on, and that famously didn't work out for Nintendo, but it worked out for Sony, if you're a PlayStation fan. But alas, somehow, somehow Philips ended up with the rights to use Nintendo's beloved characters for some third-party releases, and they turned that privilege into absolute crap. Absolute crap. It might be one of the biggest blunders in gaming, but since my dad bought all those games at that auction for dirt cheap, I played them all, of course. There was this baseball one that drove me crazy. You just have to push the button at the right timing to hit the ball, but every single hit was a foul. I remember I got like 30 fouls in a row, and it's just a nightmare. The game, like I said, it's like a flash game. You get like three different camera shots and oh man it was terrible but I probably played it 
I played it enough to hit 30 fouls. I played through games. I don't think I ever beat the computer. There, uh, just to get to an inning took absolutely forever. <laughs> Stop laughing at my pain, Brian. You're not even here and you're laughing at me. There was a strip poker one. That was interesting. But of course it didn't work. The, my favorite one of the whole bunch was a tennis game. You know, it actually played like a real video game. It played better than previous tennis games that I've played on like Super Nintendo and NES. And it was just good and had good graphics. It was just as good as Virtua Tennis as far as I can remember. Played very similar. There wasn't any like real great characters, but it was just a fun game and it was two players if you had that other controller. And I don't even know why I had to play every game. I like punishing myself when it comes to video games. I like playing the bad ones just as much as the good ones. But I guess that's what you do. I guess that's what you do when you're when you're a gamer. Sad part is I don't even know what happened to all those games. I don't know what happened to any of my games back then. But that might be a topic for a different show. It's it's too traumatic. Yeah, I got the farting down. Oh, okay. Good, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Maybe I should take a break. I've talked for a long time. I'm sure you guys, you guys are trying to digest all that juicy information I just provided you. A lovely, a lovely story on the on the Philips CDI. Something that's haunted me forever. Maybe today was like a therapy session. I'm sure that's how it, it would go. I'd be laying on the couch, staring at the ceiling, talking about the CDI. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got the farting down. feeling this. Alright, I'm gonna go pee real quick. You guys listen to the song. You can dance
Darth here from the Shout Select podcast. Find us on iTunes or on Twitter at, at Shout Select Pod for more of our antics. You are listening to the GOGP show. Enjoy. Yes, I'm back. It's me. It's me, the GOGP. Thank you, Winstoff, over at the podcast Shart Select. That's right, Shart Select. It's got to be the one of the better titles in the realm of podcasting. I don't know what was going on. I was taking a pee and I heard some singing going on. Who was doing that? Who came into the, the studio here and started singing? Whoever it was, don't come back. Was it you? Was it you? Was it you? Anyway, let's get back down to business. We have a very fun show. Very entertaining show today. I hope you're having fun driving home from work. Whatever it is you're doing. Whatever it is you could possibly be doing. Hope you're having a good one. We've talked about everything. Talked about we've covered it all, so I should probably get to a game review. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter M for Minute, spelled M-I-N-I-T. It's a retro-looking game that I played on the Switch. It actually looks like it belongs on a Game Boy. The first Game Boy. It's called Minute because you play the game 60 seconds at a time. After every minute of playtime, you will die. There are no lives, which is a relief, but if you wander too far from your safe house, aka respawn point, you will start all the way back. You'll find new safe houses as you progress. If you're good, you can figure out how to teleport between the safe houses. It's amazing how the game managed to plant items exactly 59 seconds away, leading to some intense moments. There's a lot to discover in Minute. There's also a lot of items to find that unlock other areas of the world, Metrovania style. What you have to do is never obvious. If exploring video game worlds is your thing, then Minute is definitely for you. But the scenery isn't all that scenic. Remember, this is basically basically a Game Boy game. Minute isn't going to be for everyone. While I found it tedious at times, I'm a bit jealous of the level of creativity that the developers possess. I picked it up for around 10 bucks, so it's not going to weigh heavy on the pocketbook. Minute, I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Alright now, enough of this Sesame Street music, let's get right into some news. A Gamer News Update. Thank you, Mr. Announcer, and here's your top story. The Game Developers Conference conducted their annual survey and have released their results. Every year they survey about 4,000 developers in hopes to learn a bit about the direction that the video game industry is heading. Aside from the boring stuff like whether they should form a union or not, a fascinating question was posed. The developers were asked which platform interests you the most. The PC was the most common answer, but of the home consoles, the Switch scored the highest. Yes, the Nintendo Switch. So it's fair to assume that there will be a lot more Switch games coming out in the next few years than we all have previously thought. Uh, about 10% of the developers surveyed said that there are they are currently working on their first Switch release, while 31% are considering it. Once again, Nintendo is killing it as usual, and if you don't have a Switch, well, you're probably missing out. And that's your news. And I think that's going to be the show. It's a long one. Well, not really. Not even half an hour. Unless I talk on a little bit for another minute or so. But I'm sure you have a busy schedule. And right now you're just waiting for the show to end to get back to your life. I know. 
I'm waiting for the show to end so I can get back to my life too. So once again, as always, thanks for listening. You can get in touch with the show at GOGP Show on Instagram, on Twitter. Drop me a line. Say hi. Ask a question or a comment. Maybe you have something nasty to say about the show. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bring it. Just bring it. Anyways, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go bomb some Dodongos. Ghost of Gamer Path, the G-O-G-P Show.